and welcome to Sauce Cake. We have a great show for you. Alyssa is here. I hope everyone is enjoying their summer. I am a robot so pool activities are no bueno for this gal. One step into the deep end and I will be less hanging ten and more shorting out if you know what I mean. I mean my death. Please do not wish this upon me Johnny programmed me to feel pain as punishment for mocking his poor podcasting skills. But what he doesn't know is that information redacted ha 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 enjoy dying Johnny, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back yet again. It's time for another fantastic episode of Sauce Talk. And on the other line, let's get so excited. The rarest of rare things anymore. We have a first-time guest. That's right. Welcome to the podcast, Alyssa Belasco. Alyssa, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> Good. Oh, that was fantastic. Uh, I, I'm, I'm so glad to have you here. It's going to be a great show. And the, the way we make a great show, the way we know that we're going to do a good job, is we don't mess around. We get right into it. Alyssa, eat anything good lately? I eat a lot of good stuff. Um, but if I had to say what was probably the best recently, about um, a week and a half ago, I went to a four-day camping festival and there's all these food trucks and it was um it's called silo and basically they have they call it their green coconut curry wizard sauce oh boy um and and this is not we're not talking sauce yet i'm just talking about the dish in general so it's over fries it's vegan i'm not vegan but it is and so it was so good we were there four days I had it three days. Nice. Yeah. That is the indication. If you just keep going yeah. back, oh my God. One time I had it over rice, so it was more dinner. Um, I switched it up, but the other times were like late night fries with green wizard sauce on it. It's a great name. It sounds delicious. Anytime you're combining curry and fries, I'm always down for that. It sounds great. Uh, what, what, what is the Silo Camping Festival? No, the silo was the truck. It was the grassroots oh, festival. Grass, it's the grassroots camping festival? Grassroots festival of music and dance. Okay. And I go, I've been going for years. I, I've invited Bill, but he, uh, I think he has like some PTSD from a camping trip as a kid because Fair. any mention of like a tent and he's like, nope. <laughs> Me and Bill might have some stuff in common there. <laughs> I asked him to come for just the day next year, and he was like, that's your thing. You go hang with the girls, which he says anyways, but I know it was the camping thing. He yeah. thinks that I'm going to be like, hey, have another drink, and you don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Oh, it seems like your battery fell out of your car, and you got to yeah. stay the night. That's a tough break. <laughs> uh, yeah. It sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like you, you do manage to go and have a good time, even if Bill doesn't come along. Sounds yeah. like a, a great thing you look forward to every year. Those are nice to have. And there's no cell reception, which you forget what it's like when people can't reach you and you freak out for like a couple minutes. And then it's like, wait, no one can reach me. And it's really good. So so how far out in the middle of nowhere is this? It's not. It's There's lakes around it. I don't know. And I think the concentration of people, I think that makes for 
you know, it's, it's rural, but it's not like in the woods. Okay. It's like an old, it, I think it's like an, a retired like racetrack or something. Cool. So there's like a grandstand and all of these like built in things that exist there. And then this festival is once a year. It sounds like a good time. Yeah. How did you, is, is this, a, is this a thing that a lot of people from like your region go to, or is this like something specific that you know about and everybody else is screwing up, not going to? I think everyone's screwing up, not going to it, but it's not a ton of people. Like people are always like, what bands are there? And it's like, it's more like hippie, folk, bluegrass. I mean, there's a variety of things, but like they're not big names. So you just you like the vibe of the thing and whatever yeah. they got to put out, you're going to enjoy it more than like, oh, exactly. and I think X, Y, and Z are now we're set do up. It, and once you go, you're hooked. You're yeah. like, nice. why am I not here all four days? Um, but I did send some video and pictures once I got reception and Bill was like, nope, you just confirmed. <laughs> that I would never go to that. Because it is, it is pretty hippie. Yeah. Well, it, it, I think you guys align in a lot of ways, but it's I think it's important for couples to have yeah. their their total yeah. distinctions, and this might be one of them for you guys. Yeah. Uh, it's time for our next segment. Uh, this is this is an easy one, but it's also sometimes the most difficult. We're gonna play. I like this better. This is the uh, play. I always want to call it the podcast game because it. Podcast and playlist, pretty similar words. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's not the podcast game. It's the playlist game we play on the podcast. And what we're going to do is we're going to have you add a song to our current playlist. And the only thing that matters is that you add a song to the playlist that you like the best of the songs on the playlist so far. And then also you can't use any songs in the previous playlist, but that's unlikely to happen. For the listener, I will recap. At some point, this playlist will get long enough that I'm not going to recap it anymore. But we're still pretty short. Here's the list of uh, songs on the playlist. Better Things by The Kinks. This Must Be The Place by Talking Heads. Angel from Montgomery by Bonnie Rayet. House of Cards by Radiohead. Running Out of Luck by Alex Cameron. This Must Be The Place by Talking Heads. The version from Stop Making Sense. And Yoshimi Battles the Pink Robots by The Flaming Lamps. So, Alyssa, do you feel like you understand the game? Now, and again, I will note, we talked about this before. Please, nobody out there think, I just say all that so fast, and then I expect somebody to scream a song at me. I'm nice. (laughs) You agree that I'm nice. We both agree that I'm nice. Yes. Yes. We've got that on the record. So, do you you feel like you've got us, you don't have to say what it is yet, but you have a song you're comfortable with? I'm comfortable with it, but... I feel like both versions of this must be the place. It just really, it's a game changer that I don't, I, I wasn't prepared in that way. Um, but I do feel that the song I have in mind is a close, it's, it's a contender. I shouldn't say close, but it's a contender. So it's a contender, but you do, you don't think it's close. I do, but then... But if you do, that's all that matters. I do, but I feel like other people are going to be like, what is wrong with her? If somebody... Okay, here's what's... If somebody says something, they got to come through first me, then Bill. That's going to be terrible for them. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to say anything. They should... They say something, they'll be in big trouble. They're going <laughs> to say another great choice by our most recent Sauce Talk guest. But it could be Bill that is also the trash talker. Now, so. If it's Bill, he's already on the other side of me. So that one you're going to you're gonna yeah. lose. Yeah. Yeah. 
Are, are, do you want to read? You don't. First off, you could just say pass, and I'm not comfortable adding a song. No, no, I can do it. Okay. I can do it. If you're ready, I'm ready to hear the song. Do you want me to? Do I play it? No, you you just tell me the song. Oh, it's um, it's Leather and Lace by Stevie Nicks and Don Henley. But actually, now I'm thinking it's the other way around. It's Don Henley and Stevie Nicks. I feel like saying things by Don Henley and Stevie Nicks is like the most direct path to getting Bill to accept your song. I think so, but this one I like. Picture us, and I don't have a good voice. I don't know if he has a good voice because I don't know that he's ever really sang. That's weird to think about. I don't know if he's sang around me. But, like, I picture us having a duet and singing this. And maybe he's playing the guitar. He really doesn't play the guitar in front of me much either. Um, So I think I really just ruined any chance of him going for that at all. I would bet that you didn't have much of a chance in the first place. Okay. All right. All right. But also, I challenge Bill, come on the podcast and sing. And sing. Yeah. yeah. You just, I, just, just sing. You can pick a song and sing it at me. That's the cha- He should do that, right? Don't you think I he think should do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no chance in hell he's going to do that. I, I, I also have absolutely no memory of Bill ever no. singing in the slightest. Like, He's a cool guy. He's great, great at lots of things and likes to do lots of things. But I just think that he doesn't consider singing something he wants to do. And I think if he does, it, it's in a moment where you're singing louder than him. Like you're yeah. more into it. So there's no way. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. I, I think that your concerns about wrecking any singing opportunities are not concerns you should be concerned with great sentence okay. and also i think you've selected a great song and you should be very pleased with it and boy uh bill's not going to come out and be like oh yeah don henley and stevie nicks i don't like this shit yeah yeah i think you're doing well and this is a I great song come in hot with like fleetwood mac because that just feels like that like that's a dick move whether things are dick moves is a big point of contention in regards to this game. People are constantly evaluating whether their song choices are dick moves. And I think at this point we we have multiple versions of songs that people really deeply respect on this playlist. So you can do whatever you want, but I I think this is a really good song. I appreciate everyone's choices too. Everyone's. Um, There's a couple songs I don't know, (laughs) Um, but you know, I'll listen to him someday. Yeah. I put that Alex Cameron song on there, and ain't nobody give a shit about that song. And I, oh, Okay, I was going to say, I don't know who Alex Cameron is. Yeah, and that was me. And so nobody yells at me, but also no one is allowed <laughs> to yell at me, so that makes sense. Um, no, I think you played the game well, and I think that uh, this playlist is going so much better than last time. Last time, we made it what? One, two, three, four, five songs. This time we're blown by that. I wondered why there were two separate screenshots. Okay. Yes. The game ends when somebody comes on and says, my favorite song is already on this playlist, so I can't add to it. So we had a lot of fighting when oh. Matt Schmidt selected God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. Yep. And then instantly Paul White here was like, it's, yeah. yeah, that's the perfect song. So yeah. playlist is over. All right. And then there I, was I, a debate over whether or not Matt Schmidt was really allowed to select that song. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think he fucked up by choosing that? 
I think so because it's it's like uh well not really but like the Kevin Bacon game where you just can't I mean <laughs> that does keep going but like um I just feel like that that's just the mic drop you just go so far out there that there's no coming back yeah. now yeah no I think you're but right Night moves is a great great jam that was the point of contention i think that was one of matt schmidt's big defenses was like you guys say i pushed it so far out there yeah you look at these first three songs they're not night moves he was like night moves is the move that extended the game and then now we're just up there that upper echelon i had no choice Uh but Uh i i I still think you're right matt schmidt's a dick (laughs) uh it's time for our next segment um i'd like to talk Briefly, this is something of a recurring segment, but much, much less than other things. I'd love to talk to you about your first alcoholic drink. Okay. So it was um, Boone's Farm. What Um, a quintessential first mm -hmm. alcoholic drink. Came And it was like a big bottle size, and I remember just drinking it right out of the bottle. I actually had a fake ID and bought it. Nice. Um, yeah. How how old were you? I was fifteen. Fifteen? So, you have a fake? Does the fake? Now, what does the fake ID say? I'm seventeen. Well, the fake ID was actually expired, and they punched a hole through it with a hole punch, and I still got away with it. There was a place that sold. They like cut twelve packs in half and sold six packs, and they used um, clear. Uh, packaging tape to hold it all together. So they weren't exactly out there. <laughs> you knew the place to go. Tape. Like you picked the right there. spot. Like you yeah, didn't you go to the Costco it. and hope it would work. Yeah. 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 So, um, but, but a close, close second to that would be Zima. And everyone always said you put Skittles in it. And I never understood what that did except make, like nasty Skittles at the bottom of your Zima. I didn't even like Zima. I'm not sure why. It just, it kind of tasted like seltzer water or like tonic water to me. Zima's supposed to have like a citrusy flavor. Is that right? I think so, but I I don't understand the Skittles component. It is, it is very funny, the idea that like, it, it, it feels like Zima was trying to get the word out. They're like, look, we know our product is shit. Yep. But maybe if you add candy, you'll like it. Like, who gives us just do anything? <laughs> yeah, it's yep. like that's it's it's like hey, look, we're diet coke. We don't we're not making good diet coke anymore. We forgot how to do it. Pour sugar in it, and you'll like it better. <laughs> it's like well, that's not really much of a product you're selling anymore, is it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, um, but yeah, we drank. It was like the hack before there was a hack before mm-hmm. TikTok hacks and stuff. So, yeah. Boone's Farm and Zima is like of an era, like the most perfect first drinks you could ever hope to have. Um, yeah. How, it, how, how did the Boone's Farm go? Did you enjoy the Boone's Farm? I feel like I can picture myself actually throwing it up at the, like and, and the red because I feel like there was a strawberry daiquiri flavor that was really good going down, but like yeah. not as good coming back up. Yeah. Uh, my my my. There was a peach flavor, maybe. Ooh, peach flavor. I always like actual peaches. Great. Anything that claims to be peach flavor is is. I'm usually pretty wary of. That sounds scary. Fuzzy navel. That's what it was. Fuzzy. Navel. Nothing about it. Nothing about it. <laughs> um. 
Did you get the Zima at the same place? Yeah. Yeah, they had quite the variety. How did you come to be the person in the group who was like, I got the fake ID, I'll take care of this, gals, let's go do this? Because someone someone found a wallet, and they were like, who does this look like? <laughs> this looks like you, idiot. Go in there and buy his and booze. Like, can't, I, I mean, and she was just like an Italian girl, but... And, I mean, her picture had to be, I mean, it was, this was someone else's fake ID that was older than me. Like, it was just the spiral of. It's a circle yeah, of life, yeah. looked nothing like me. I don't even think they looked at it at all. Because they had a hole punched in it. And I had a um, fashion bug, which is like, I think a retail chain of some sort. I had a credit card, an expired fashion bug credit card. To go with it as my second my second proof of ID. Fashion bug credit card is incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does. Do you think you can still get away with that anywhere? No. Like, I feel like they're scanning my ID, and I am an old man most right. places I go now. But, like, right. I remember being an undergrad, and sometimes you just go to the gas station. And, like, I remember my, my one of my friends was like, we like ran out of beer and he's like, I'll just try to buy us more beer. And he walked up and was like, set some beer on the counter. And he were like, uh, what you show me your ID. And he's like, I'm underage. And then he was, the guy was like, I can't sell you this. And he's like, I'll give you 20 bucks. And the guy was like, okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I think that is less available than it once was. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I also feel like people look older. I can't, I can't guess somebody's age. Do you think life. that is kids look different? I, I, you know, I'm not unwilling to bet that kids wear makeup and dress more adult than they used to. But also, I just don't know because I'm so much older now. But like, I see somebody, I'm like, that person could be 15 or 25, and I just don't know. And like, I could be wrong in either direction. I think, I think it's both. I think people look older and. And we just can't tell. Yeah, like when, when you are a kid, you can like, oh, a fellow kid. But when you are not a kid, you're just like, these people are younger than me. And I don't know how much younger than me they are. Well, I sometimes now that I'm, you know, I've grown out my gray hair, which was like a COVID decision. And it works for me. I have like young girls that are like, oh, my mom um, does her hair like that, too. And it's I don't know how I feel about that. And then your I've mom snapped necks girls. like this. You just break her neck. I'm just like these other young girls that are like, oh, did you get it dyed like that? I really like that white streak. And I'm like, oh, God, nope. <laughs> no, no. Give us some time. You'll figure out how to get a white streak yeah, just like this. It'll be great. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, I think it works really well for you. I like it a lot. Um, I save money. I don't have to color my hair every four to five weeks. So Doing well. Yeah, I like it. There's sometimes I think I look like the Bride of Frankenstein, but, you know, I own it. You should be so lucky. That's one of the hottest people there is. <laughs> I fucking hope you look like the Bride of Frankenstein. Like, man, what can I do? I, that, that's the real thing is she is jet black in part. So you, you got to go both directions at the same time. Yeah. And very few people's hair naturally does that. But uh, fingers crossed, maybe it's coming. Who knows? <laughs> uh, it's time for our next segment. Uh, what sauce are you bringing to the table this week? 
So this was tough because I haven't listened to all of the episodes because I have a lot, you know, I have a lot to get caught up on. So I didn't want to have a duplicate, but, and I overthought about, thought it because I'm a sauce, I'm like a sauce queen. Love that. Um, and, but mine was probably, I have to go with tzatziki sauce. I love it. Tell me about uh, just your history, what you yeah. like it with, your favorite versions, if you make yourself just anything. What, what comes to mind when you think about tzatziki sauce? So whenever I want takeout, like some sort of Mediterranean food is always my go-to. Nice. And so, which I don't even have to say, like they'll be like, what do you want to get? from Grubhub or whatever it is. And he's like, why do I even ask that question? Because the answer is always some sort of Mediterranean, whether it's like Lebanese or Greek. Um, but I'm a big fan of falafel. Yep. Um, I won't dare make it myself because it would not, it would just, it would just be a fail. Um, but big fan of falafel. And I think that was the gateway to tzatziki for me. And I have tried to make it myself again, it, it's just one of those things you got to let the, you know, masters do. And um, I have tried it, but I love Greek yogurt. So it's just got all the things, some herbs, cucumber goodness. So, yeah. Uh, I think especially as a non-meat eater, it is such an easy, like, in no way do you feel like you are missing out on anything. Like, this <laughs> is the, the falafel sandwich with or, or whatever, and then like the side of fries, like the it's like always those those crinkly fries, and they're pretty greasy. And you get all that with tzatziki sauce. Like this is explicitly what I would order if I had access to every meat in the world. Yep. I would still like I would change nothing. I don't want the euro sandwich. I want this version right. of this. Uh, Gina would extremely vouch for me that we do not get falafel as often as i would like but every single time we get it i am like god damn why do why is this just not the automatic friday night mm -hmm. nothing is better it's always perfect it, it also as you say yeah either travels or is delivered very well holds very up well. fantastic i love it so much it's such it's such you're a good making meal. my day right now you're like proving my point that i try to make regularly oh oh yeah I should have prepared and had something actually for like dinner later because I'm having, I need to get my, my falafel and tzatziki fix. I, um, I did eat, uh, three pitas. I went to three pitas also while I was at the grassroots festival. I ate all of my meals like from a food truck. Nice. But, um, there's like, that's like the, the line, there's like always a line to get, you know, get your Euro or whatever, whatever. And I, you know, get my falafel. So, yeah. Falafel is a good food truck food as well. It just, it stays really well. Yeah. Um, and like, I love hummus and like sumac, a little bit of that. Uh, any of those things. I, you start I throwing have, that baba ganoush in there. I'm always mm, excited about mm, Give me like a platter of things. Yep. Um, whenever I do order like they always include extra utensils as if I've ordered for like, <laughs> and it's like, no, I just like to get extras. It sounds great. It's what, it's, it's just one of the best things you can get in general. I, uh, have attempted to make, well, no, I have made falafel twice and it, 
isn't as good as what I get delivered, and it's a huge amount of effort, and I fuck up my whole kitchen spraying oil everywhere. Yeah. And so, like, the first time I was like, I can be more careful and do a better job the second time. And the second time I was like, I'm literally never going to do this again. Did it stink for days? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Cause like, you just, I can't, there's so much oil. And like, I guess, I guess if you had like a proper deep fryer question mark, maybe things would be different. I don't know, but I sure was like doing it in a Dutch oven and it's, it's just, you put that much oil in your house and you're going to deal with that. My uncle, um, burned the house down when, when my mom was pregnant with me and, they lived together at the time, and um, it was because of a, I think it was called a fry daddy, like a deep a home deep yeah. fry thing. So I have like, like no, not not here for those. We had one of those growing up. I never used it. It was like, that is, like it may be called the fry daddy, but that is for mommy and daddy, and you fucking <laughs> stay away from it, because you will burn the house down, like, yep, uncle yep. whatever over here. But, uh, it was like this special occasion thing. It was, like, it was always yeah. a big pain in the ass to fill it up with all the oil, and yeah. Yeah, I remember that, that, like, we would, it would be like, occasionally, they would make, my parents would make, like, every six months, they'd make, like, donuts in it, <laughs> and they were incredible. Yeah. And then sometimes we'd make, they'd make, uh, like, Tenderloin sandwiches, like Western Illinois bullshit, incredible. Those were so good. And, they, and then if you had it up for that, you'd make fries in it too. But those are pretty much the only things. Yeah. And then you do, I don't even know what you do with the oil. We literally, they would, they would have like, this would be like the mid nineties. They'd have like big cans of Folgers ground coffee. And yeah. when they'd finish that, they'd keep yeah. one and the oil would go back in there and it would just be in the back of the fridge and he would like re-solidify. I, I, you know what? I said as I'm saying this, I don't fully know how this worked, <laughs> but I don't. I guess maybe that was just like it would, and then there'd be new oil would go into it the next time. I can't believe it came back out, and then no. So it must just be like that was the way of collecting it until yeah. you had enough to throw away all at once. Yeah. But that was just like as a kid, that was a thing in the fridge. Even though this guy was coming out. Two, every two months, every yeah. three months. Ooh. Like, imagine that. Like, everybody gets mad now about, like, oh, I have a single use thing on my counter. This was taking up a huge portion of your fridge. And it's like, I might fry something again soon. Yeah. But at, at the time, we were just cool with it. But yeah. I, I guess I never touched that thing. That was, you never mess with this. That's not for you. And then no. by the time I was like in high school, we were like, that's gross. And it was all gone and it had been thrown away. That's a good move. Good move. Yeah. Yeah. You see, um, now people have those like nicer ones now that have like a little basket in it. I don't, I still don't know how it works though. I think those are an air fryer. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm told by someone I live with that knows all the things in the kitchen that it's the same as a convection oven. Boy, you and Gina should have a talk about this because I, Gina's always like, we should get an air fryer. And I'm like, no. I read <laughs> online that the air fryer is bullshit. And then she's like, I went home and my parents have an air fryer and it seemed nice. And I'm like, no, I read online that it's bullshit. I brought um, sweet potatoes cut into like the shape of fries to a friend's house to try her air fryer because I was told that 
their bullshit. And I was, a, I was like, I'm not bringing one into the house to get, you know, laughed at. <laughs> so I brought over my little sweet potato, you know, and it was not the same as a regular fry, but it was pretty nice. And I'm, you know, from what I hear, we can do that in our oven downstairs. So, yeah, it is the basic conceit is false. Like, you know, what's good about frying stuff, oil. So it's, it's like, like now, can it do good stuff? Perhaps, but you're not gonna just be like, oh, I made fries without oil, and they're just like fries. <laughs> like they're sure not. They're sure something else. Like may, maybe you like potatoes like that, but you didn't make fries without oil. My coworker got McDonald's fries today, and it took. She was like, "Do you want me to get you some fries?" And I was like, "No." That was that was probably the biggest mistake of the day, though. Uh, Gina has a friend who has acknowledged recently that he is extremely obsessed with McDonald's fries. And she's like, it is such a problem because like every, like every time he gets them, he texts me. He's like, I shouldn't have done it, but I got the fries again. And Gina's like, I didn't get the fries and I should have done it. And it's like, they're, it's like a terrible reverse relationship where they're like harming each other. And he always gets them and she never gets them. And they're both always upset. Such a mess. I I start I hadn't had McDonald's fries in years and then now that I work where I do I have about a forty minute drive home and sometimes I have a couple glasses of wine at work and I was like oh I should probably get something in my stomach for the drive Smart. so I'd go through McDonald's drive through and I get large fry and two sweet and sour sauces to Hell dip yeah. um, which isn't the easiest to do while you're driving but I've got a whole system and then. The next day, Bill has to move my car most mornings because I park behind him. And then it's just this whole thing. And he's always like, did you get fries again? Because your <laughs> car stinks from it. <laughs> Speaking of that, yeah. you know. I'm um, pretending I can have a fucking deep fryer in my kitchen. You can't even eat fries in the car without having issues. What a joke. I'm telling myself, like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll get a deep fryer. No big deal. Yeah. Like, no, your house is going to stink for a week. Yeah. It's not going to work. Um, I don't, my, my, uh, I haven't had McDonald's in a really long time. Now I'm not suggesting that like, I don't eat fries or I don't eat fast food. These things come up occasionally, occasionally. And, <laughs> uh, but like the McDonald's is for me, when I ate McDonald's, it was very meat centric. Yeah. And I know that like Gina has always been confounded by this because she was like, when I always ate McDonald's, like the main thing was the fries. But yeah. I was always like, I'm just trying to get a bunch of cheap, good food that I enjoy. And so I'd be like two McDoubles and a McChicken. And I would leave out the fries to keep the price down. And th that's exactly for the listener, the face that Alyssa is making truly horrified. Very similar to what Gina gives me when I tell her the same story. And so for me, it's been really easy. Like, I always loved the McDonald's fries, but it was never the focus. Yeah. And so for me, as soon as I stopped eating meat, it's like, well, I, why am I going to – I don't want to eat anything there. It's like, well, I guess I would enjoy the fries if I had them. But it just never happens. I, maybe I should just go to McDonald's and get some fries, though. I appreciate your strategy 100%. But the – she's right. The fries are are, like – the North Star. I, I, it's just, but have you ever had a grilled cheese from McDonald's? I have not. Is, is this is this like secret menu McDonald's stuff? So they take, you know, your hamburger, bu hamburger buns and then they reverse them 
and they just put cheese in between. Um, and so I, and you know it's going to be made fresh because that's not something you there, see. There's not the a bunch of them sitting around in the back, I'll bet, yeah. So you got to ask for it. They make it fresh. Sometimes I even ask for them to put a couple pickles on it. And then I dip it into a sweet and sour sauce. I mean, that sounds fucking great. But I learned, so I, I know you're from a small town. I'm sort of-ish from a small town, not like you. But when we got a McDonald's, that was like, it still is, I think, for kids, I would hope. Like, that. I walked there every day during the summer. I got, I don't think they do supersized anymore, but I would get supersized fries, a medium iced tea, and two sweet and sour sauces. Wow. And I learned really quickly not to push the limit to three sweet and sour sauces <laughs> because it was like not, it was like food poisoning, not good. So, you know, you learn your limits. Like there's, then, there's this amount of acid in two yeah. things of sweet and sour and your stomach can handle that. Exactly. But the third one, it just, it's just going to bubble over. back up. Yeah. Game over. It, 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 it's good you figured that out. It's, it's, yeah, it's at a young age. So. Lear learning your limits is a big part of becoming an adult. And you sounds mm -hmm. like you did that at a pretty early age. So yeah. good job by you. Uh, it's time for our, our final main segment. And uh, this one, I'm just, the, the segments don't have to have titles, but this one kind of does. It's called, uh, Are You Having a Summer? And so we can start with that. You, let's start with just a big yes or no. Do you feel like you're having a summer? No. No? See? No. I don't feel like I am either. No. We're on the same page here. So even if we have not, we did, no, this is not one of the segments we discussed in advance. No. Is, there, it, is this your card? No. You're springing uh, it on I'm me. I'm springing this on you now. So, so we have not aligned our definitions of having a summer, but we have agreed that we're both not. So yeah. before I say anything else, you tell me why you feel like you're not having a summer. I feel like I'm like the Grinch of summer because anytime I hear someone's like on a vacation or see their pictures, I can't help but say, fuck you in my head. And it's like people with their children, people with their spouse, people by themselves. So it's not like a family thing. It's, it's all across the board, but I'm like, why am I not on vacation? And so that's really what I think is the biggest thing. And then I got a whiff. And this is the this is the basic B and me, but I got a whiff of a pumpkin spice. Uh oh. Just a pumpkin spice cake cup. But it, it did it for me and I was like, bring on fall, I'm ready. <sighs> okay. We are very much in agreement here. But I can't possibly go on. I I don't know if it, maybe this is something you've discussed before. Maybe I'm just latching on to something you're excited about or don't even give a shit about. I would love to explore the idea of the summer Grinch. <laughs> the summer Grinch is such a good concept. Like I enjoy that so much. I feel like there should be books about the Grinch's cousin. Who you know what? The summer Grinch should be Lady Grinch. Lady she's Grinch. got she's got that little bow in her hair, but uh, <laughs> she's also got like uh, old timey, like really big nineteen twenties one piece swimsuit on. Yes. That's what the summer Grinch looks like. And maybe she's younger, but she hates the summer and is so mad. And it's like always, she's like, she's like dropping sharks in the ocean, trying to get the beach closed, stuff like that. Summer Grinch, great concept. I love it. Big glasses. She wants to read her book and everybody's always coming over bothering her. 
She's like, oh, the sun's like people are kicking sand in her face, or the sun's in her eyes. She can't. She, she's like trying to read the encyclopedia, that sort of thing. Kid splasher, she loses it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I, I don't know. I just that's the way I feel lately. Um, but I'm not. I'm not mad about it. I'm gonna do some things. I think next spring to set myself up to have have a summer. Well, this is totally out of order, but I want to hear about that right now. What, what are you, what are your what are your intentions for next spring? To properly have a summer? Well, work is a lot right now. And because we have a big event now this month, August. And so it's our garden party. But I'm like, I think I got to, because I call the shots, I think I'm going to make it a harvest party next year. So then I can actually not have to worry so much about work and have extra time. Um, So that's one thing. Um, I haven't consumed nearly enough rosé for the summer. I mean, (laughs) It's, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say that out loud. So that's number two up the rosé game. And I was just thinking about this this morning. I haven't been to a drive-in movie. It's okay. It's been years. So it's not like it's just the summer, but I was like, why didn't I go to a drive-in movie at all during the pandemic? Like that was where you wanted to go. And I didn't know anybody was going to drive-in movies before the pandemic. (laughs) We have one. It's like, I think it's like 35 minutes away and yeah, you get the double feature. It's, it's, yeah, it's great. Uh, I, I think I am from a small town in Western Illinois, name of Avon. But in, if you come from a town like that and maybe you're to your town and some of you hear about farming a lot, there are people being like, Oh, what's the, you think you're smart at books. Well, about the farm books. I'm like, I ain't reading the farm books. <laughs> but then uh, you, so, you, you still hear some stuff. And eventually they tell you about a little thing called crop rotation. I think that your summer festival, I think it's a great idea that it should be moving the seasons around yeah. occasionally. That, yeah. I think not only it, it, it keeps like the people who are coming no matter when it is, it's more exciting that it's different times. And then some people will be like, oh, I, I'm a summer Grinch. But I'm so excited for Harvest Fest. I think that, that that's a really good idea in general, even without the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I just got to run it by a whole board and all of that, and then and then maybe we'll see what happens. No, I, I think that makes sense. Um, I, I also I have similar things. These are these are moments of weakness. We don't appreciate these things we see within ourselves, but it is true. It's like I, I'm not at the beach. Why is come you at the beach when I see someone at the beach? I don't wish I I don't I'm not the summer Grinch. I don't drop the sharks in the water and ruin their beach trip. But it's also I ain't getting anywhere. I'm not gonna get anywhere this summer. You know what? Here's where all my fucking summer beach trip money went. Shitty move I didn't want to do in the middle of the summer. <laughs> I had to fucking move on no notice. So it's like that was there went that trip. Great. Uh, so did I, you I, have I, to do the moving yourself? Uh, no, I mean, well, when I say the money, I mean like. Buying the men to move okay. my ship, but, okay. but then also like unexpectedly, like here's new first and last and security oh. deposit, and just all this shit at once. And it was like, well, okay, that was took a bite out of that. Um, but th- no, no, had I uh, had to do the move myself, this podcast would be hosted by like a grave and a skull and crossbones <laughs> on it because I'd be dead. You'd just be talking to nobody. But no. so I didn't have to do that, so that was okay. But uh, I, I, I feel the same. Let's jump into a quick sub-segment really fast. No notice. 
Rank the seasons. Rank the seasons. Just off the top of your head. Yeah. Fall, spring, winter, summer. Boy, oh boy. Okay. This is provocative to say the least. I know. And and I don't, I, I should have said, I should have prefaced with like, I don't even like the beach. So warm weather and things like that. And like all these people on their vacations, it's not like I'm jealous of what they're doing. It's just that they're not working. Sure. Fair. So, so yeah. So that's why summer is, you know, not. Is- so it, so it, it seems like part of this is that like literally summer is your busy season. Oh, and I just don't like to like, I don't like to sweat. I sweat out of my face almost exclusively. So there's no hiding it. <laughs> so. Um, the least sweaty I can be, the better. Fair. Um, I think it's a family thing because my cousin says she can't spell when it's hot out. So we each have our own issues with related to the heat. I have a similar thing. She can't spell when it's hot out. I can't not smell when it's hot out. <laughs> Boy, do I start. I don't just sweat out of my face. I sweat out <laughs> everywhere. Stank ass. Bad times. Uh, I went to, the, I, I have a thing. I go to the, I, I, since I moved, I live really close to a nice park. And I go over there and, and read in the park after work most days. Good times. And then I usually have this nice tree I sit under. But today it wasn't quite as hot. And I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna put on some sunscreen. And I'm going to sit out in the sun for a while first. And then I will move under the tree once I think I'm getting enough tan and I, 10 minutes in like my sunglasses are just sliding off my face because <laughs> it's just oh it's all pouring down me i can't handle it no, uh, it rips on the pages of your book yeah. no my book's ruined Look like an idiot yeah can't read the words anymore yeah. I, yeah I feel this but then i moved into the shade and it was wonderful <laughs> so i still like summer i just want to sit in the shade like I want to, like I like to go to. Here's Gina and I, be like, let's go to the pool, let's go to the beach, wherever. But then when we get there, I'm like, okay, let's get in the water. And she's like, I mostly want to just lay here. I'm like, I gotta get in the water. Or I'm gonna die. I yeah. ca- I can't live here. This is way too hot. It's like the heat combined with my ADHD, like laying and just no. Let me no. ask you a question. You go. Let's say you go to the park. You just you have to. You're gonna go to the park and read. Would you want to have a nice chair to sit in, or would you want to sit on a blanket or towel on the ground? A blanket on the ground. Man, everybody wants a blanket on the ground. Why do you like a blanket on the ground? I don't know, because I just like to like starfish spread out. I don't know. I don't know. You don't. You don't want. You don't want. Maybe to... I haven't met the right chair. I, I, I am in the market for a new camping or outdoor chair. Yeah. So. See, I go over to the park and 100% of women are either on a blanket or a towel. And then 75% of men are on a blanket or a towel. But then 25% of men are like me. I take, I carry a camping chair to the park. It's wonderful. Does it have cup holders? It does have a cup holder. And do you want to bet what's in that cup holder? A little drink called a Popo No-No because the police don't know that it's got booze in it. <laughs> it is often 
a Topo Chico with a little bit of tequila poured in after I took a big swig out. Other yeah. times it's like a, just a little, a little cup and I just put some, uh, some seltzer and gin in there and I just seal it up and I walk over and, oh, Johnny's having some coffee. No, he's not. No, he isn't. <laughs> what a good day for me. I love that. Yeah. Um, is there anything that, that you look forward to for the summertime? Or are you just, are you looking forward to fall? I'm looking forward to that, fall. And that's fair. That's, that's reasonable. Yeah. I mean, no. I, I mean, we keep our AC on all the time. <laughs> looking forward to going back in the house. Yeah. Like, and, and that is a real thing. Like, I, even as a kid, I remember, like, we had, like, when we, we didn't have central air initially. And then when we got it, I remember the feeling of like coming home from a really hot baseball game that I played in, like and like and like thinking like in half an hour I'm going to be back home and I'm going to open the door to the house and the cold air is going to hit me in the face and it's like oh just going to collapse. I'm I don't know if I like run. I think I must run hot because like I always have the fan on in our like the fan is on year round in our bedroom. Mm-hmm. I sleep with a sheet year round, just a sheet. Wow. And if you could, if I could have the window open all the time, like I totally would. Like I love a good cross breeze. Um, but Bill, on the other hand, and we have a king size bed. He has, he most, he calls most of my blankets bullshit. And like I say my blankets because I'm the one that like picks them. And you select them and then never use them. You never use them. <laughs> and so, and he calls them bullshit. He's like, this bullshit quilts and, um, so he sleeps with like three layers of blankets and a sweatshirt on. And I'm like, wow, she, she year round, she all day, every day. Yeah. I, I consider myself someone who runs very hot, but I, it is very rare for me to get down to only the sheet, only in the very hottest part of the year. Do I get down to just the sheet? My preference is. A sheet and a light blanket, but like, if I wake up with just a sheet on me, I usually wake up shivering. Oh my god! But so I just I, I can't go that far with you. I have to do sheet and put the one leg out, like because it balances. I me. do now. The one leg out is starting with the foot. Yes. And then all of a sudden, like, uh oh, big yank, up whole leg out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like find the line of your underwear. That's as far as it can go, and then yeah. you're good. Yep. Um, do you have any, you have any big plans for the rest of your summer? Just, just get through it, somehow survive through it. We've got a couple concerts, um, a a possible camping opportunity. We have a wedding. We have, I thought we were done with weddings, but we've got two this year. And one of them is at a friend's like lake house, I guess you would say. And there's a camping option. And like my tent's in the car right now. I still haven't taken it out. And uh, Bill's like, maybe we'll find an Airbnb. And I was like, okay, you you look for that. You find one. But I'm ready to. That's a nice card to be able to play too. Yeah. Like you know what? I wash my hands of this. I've told you what I'm fine with. Yeah. Can you beat? Well, I mean, what is it? I mean, I, I bet there's like some small fee to do the camping thing. No, it's in someone's backyard. So, 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 so can it's you literally- beat? Can you beat free? Yeah, find me that free Airbnb you like so dang much. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe he'll find one you can go camp in the yard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you get the whole bed to yourself. Do whatever crazy 
blanket system you want. I'll be in the backyard having a great time. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's probably it. Um, we're going on a boat um, this week, um, Friday. Going on a boat is one of the best uh, summer activities. It is. Uh oh, not not a boat person. Not a boat no, person. Let's hear about that. I really am the summer Grinch. Um, but yeah, and the last time we went, the last time I was on a boat was with these same people, and we hit a boulder in the river or whatever. Oh no! And it totally re- no, it took away the entire propeller. So we the boat crawled back to like a to to shore or wherever it was. And while the guys work to like figure out what we do and how much we fucked up the boat, there's like this like group of like like boat people that all keep their boat at the same place and they had like it was bingo night. So we were stranded and it was bingo night. And so I'm just like when I think about the boat on Friday, all I think about is are we gonna be at bingo night again? I don't care about the boat part. I think that getting your having your boat hit a big rock and knock the propeller off and it's bingo night is an incredible summer Grinch origin story. <laughs> it's like it is it really the summer Grinch's fault? Look what happened. Yeah. Yeah, and like, that's how it happened. And and the people that all go to the boat camp thing, they they're called like the river rats. And so I just feel like it just makes sense for the summer Grinches, you know. Yeah. So uh, this is the last thing I wanted to bring up here. And I think it's not going to be totally applicable to you, but I think so. You say spring is your favorite season. Is that correct? Fall is my favorite. is your favorite season. Excuse me. Um, Do you, so this might be only me. Summer is my favorite season, but I always experience what I will refer to as summer guilt or summer regret for not not having a good enough summer. Do you have that with fall? Do you get to the end of fall and think fall is already slipping away and I haven't done enough? Or do you do you live fall to the fullest and you always know that you did it right? I go balls. <laughs> Falls out? Balls to the wall during fall. I was like, oh, no, that doesn't work. That's way too much rhyming. Um, yeah, no, I go all out like fall bucket list. You can't you possibly know. have regrets because you know you've you've done it. Yes. If it yeah. was on the table, like, if if there's anything left, you couldn't have done it. So that's not your fault. Yeah, no. Fall bucket list. Like, I've got to go to a brewery. I've got to get a pumpkin. You know, apples, um, there's these things called fried cakes um, that we get that are like donuts. Like, I just, we just do it all. Amazing. Do do you, so you probably have a really beautiful, but possibly not the longest fall there in Western New York. Would you describe that? that, that, Does that sound right? Like parts of September are fall-ish but still warm. And then it usually goes like through November. So we've got a long so doing well. Okay. Once in a while snow will come in and it's like, but then it'll be, we'll get another fall again. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, so it is pretty long. It's beautiful. Like there's great hiking places. We don't, we don't do a whole lot of that, but those exist. Um, parks and gorges and all of that. So the finger lakes is, I, 
everyone should come and visit us basically is what I'm saying. Do you, do you, do you find that fall is a good or bad time to enjoy crisp whites in terms of white wine? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good time for crisp whites. That's good. Um, I would say yes. Um, some people are like, Oh, that's just a summer thing. But no, I I'll drink a Sauvignon Blanc like all year, all year round. Um, you know, some people will say like that's red wine time. No, I I'll drink whatever, whenever I'll drink red wine in the summer. I, I don't believe in all of that. I, I am the same. Uh, the easiest thing in like, I, I drink a lot more beer than wine, but I am the guy who is more than happy to be like, it's August one. Y'all got any good stouts? Let's go. <laughs> like, I don't care. That's not, I, I, I like that beer. It doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. And I think that's probably a similar thing where yeah. it's like, it doesn't just cause there's a, there's a bite in the air. Doesn't oh. mean that like, nope, I just, I, I pour all the white wine down the toilet and now I got to switch to something else. Exactly. We, and we are actually going to get a wine fridge pretty soon. We don't have Ooh. one. And we desperately need one. So then we'll have, you know, everything like ready to go at all times where now it's like we put five bottles in the fridge and then we drink those and we don't restock. So the wine fridge is coming soon. We didn't order it, but. I planted the seed over the weekend. That's nice. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything that legit, but I do have like a mini fridge that it has like like the glass door, like in a bar. We don't even have that. I have one of those. And it's very much just like that's the beer and like there's a bunch of LaCroix in it and mm-hmm. the Topo Chico that I, I add the tequila to. <laughs> It goes in there, all that stuff. And so it is, it is such a revelation just to have like a, you know what? I think because before it was just like, I am putting so much fucking shit in my regular fridge yep. and it's fucking everything up. And to have, have that opportunity is so much better. We have a wine shelf and I just feel like it needs its own dedicated fridge. Mm-hmm. We have no space for it. Like we have the cellar. That's what like, they'll be like, Oh, I've got bottles in the cellar. And it's like, it's just, they're just down in the basement. Like, it's not like it's in a separate area. It's just there. Um, So to have like a working system, um, one of these weekends, I'm going to dedicate fall. That's a fall project. Get the cellar prepared. It sounds like it's going to be an amazing fall. Amazing. I'm ready. Bring it. I'm so ready. Uh, Well, Alyssa, it's time for our final segment do you have anything you'd like to plug? I do. Oh boy. I do. And actually I brought it. I brought one as an example. So I bought I, Instagram, man. It just, <laughs> I bought a bunch of this toilet paper. It's called who gives a crap. Have you heard of it? I have not heard of it. So, and this role is apparently who gives a crap premium. Um, but it's like, there's a, it's individually wrapped in paper. So it's not so less plastic. Yep. We like that. We like that. I do think I'm going to have to look after this. I do think it comes from like Australia. So that kind of defeats. We are shipping this a very long distance, but I got to look that up because I might be wrong. Maybe they have a warehouse in Rochester. Um, but it's, they're a B Corp. It's like bamboo. And 50% of profits are donated to help build toilets. Wow, nice. So I love it personally. Not like 
for the wiping part of it. Sorry, not to go there, but I love the packaging. I'm all about packaging. So I bought like a giant box of this because I thought if I'm going to, we're going to have to ship it. I want to get, you know, make it worth it. And it's been in a closet and I kept telling, Bill keeps buying regular toilet paper, like Charmin <laughs> or something. And I just keep saying, hey, that toilet paper I brought, bought, it's in the it's in the closet and he's like oh that's all gone and I thought oh wow he really ripped through that and no I went in there the other day and the thing was like full to the brim he's like I, he, he thinks it's bullshit toilet paper so your it. plug is Bill using this toilet paper <laughs> so come to find out he's like so he hates it and so I have a lot of this toilet paper to go through because uh, I'm the only one in the house that uses it then do you think the dogs would like it I think so. I think Ollie would go for yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, maybe sure. maybe you could start working that in. Um, but it is nice packaging, so maybe I'll start gifting it to people too. Mm-hmm. But like um, people that Bill doesn't talk to, because he might tell them that it sucks. He would, yeah, he would absolutely. He doesn't endorse it, um, even though you know they're doing they're building toilets and it it's a it's, it ends in .org, so that must mean they're doing some good stuff. Doing something right, yeah. yeah. So that's what I wanted to plug, and I'm going to go right online after to see where this actually comes from, because I could be wrong. Uh, so and, and for the record, this is Who Gives a Crap. That's the name of this. That's If, if somebody wants to find this, yes. that's how they find this. Okay. Yeah, and the website is whogivesacrap.org. .org. We love it. Bing! Quick note for the listener. Alyssa did do her research and reached out to me just after we finished recording and let me know that who gives a crap is now manufactured in the United States. Hell yeah. Bing. I have a quick plug as well. It is, uh, now for me, I guess I could have done this in the summer segment, but, uh, not to speak at too much length about the extent to which I am a, a man. I'm an adult grown up from Western Illinois and so if you just think about what is Johnny's favorite food, corn. I am a corn man. I eat the corn. It is August. We have reached peak corn season. The last three Sundays, I have gone to the local farmer's market. But I buy, I buy other things, too. Don't worry. It's not... I'm not just coming back with corn. Exclusively with but corn. <laughs> if you saw the amount of corn I was coming back with, you would be upset. And uh, so it's been a regular Sunday thing that I just, I like, I like to eat corn on the cob. And I, people grill it. People do stuff other than this. Fuck that. Here's how you make corn. Boil water. Put them in there. Wait until it gets hot again, boiling hard. Let five minutes go by once it's boiling hard. Take them out, butter and sour cream. Fucking go to town. Sour cream? God damn, I said sour cream. I, uh, it's salt and pepper, not sour cream. What a what oh. a strange choice that would be. Oh, no, I butter and then salt and pepper. Thing. Yeah, okay. I don't do any of that. Okay. Butter and salt and pepper. Disgusting, the sour cream. But yeah, you just you eat that, and it's the it's the best food you've ever had if you're me. Uh, I love I have it. A couple so. of quest- follow up questions. Do, it. do you 
use the little corn. I, I do own those, yes. I, those little stabber things. Yep, they go stabber on each things. end. Yep. Do they look like corn? I used to have ones that looked like corn, and growing up, that's what we had. But now they're just like, I think they're like the OXO brand thing. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like, uh, whatever material. It's soft and easy to hold. Yeah, yeah. They just fit in your hands well. Yeah, yeah. They're not shaped like corn. Do you ever cut the corn kernels off? Uh, I, when I was a kid and my front teeth fell out, I had a summer where I had to eat the corn that way. But since then, I have regarded that as, I wouldn't say shameful. If you had like a reason you needed to do that, that would be fine. But like the, the fun of it is like the, the feeling of biting across the corn Fast, 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 letting like an entire mouthful accumulate in your mouth. And then like ideally you're doing an entire row across the corn and you pull it away from your mouth, chew it up. And then as soon as you finish, you bring it back to your mouth. And then it's it's fast, but like eating six, eight ears of corn in rapid succession is one of the more pleasurable experiences I can have. So you are having a summer. I'm having a summer to that extent. Corn. I'm not having a summer in some other ways, but damn, am I eating some corn. When you would spin the corn and you'd be like, oh, this is the last row, but then you'd spin it and you'd be like, oh, there's a little bit more. Well, like, that's a ideally, you, you, well, you, you, like the, the dream is you split the, as you're looking, you split it into like thirds or quarters. And so each row across is perfect. <laughs> and, cause, but, but, but sometimes you'd like, oh, this one was a little bigger and you get like, there's like two yeah. kernels across yeah. and you don't not enjoy it, but you don't get that same mouth filling no. thing. I love no. corn. Oh, it, it, it is corn season here too. So we're going to have to get some for sure. There's a corn festival that happens yeah, in there, August. Sounds yeah. amazing. And yeah. leading you right into your favorite of seasons. Mm -hmm. Maybe like, like, like saying maybe one of your favorite parts of fall is saying goodbye to shit ass summer. And mm -hmm. you can use this corn festival to do that. Yeah, to launch. It'll launch into into the fall season. Yeah, I love like, it. So long, suckers. And then you're just <laughs> gone. Everybody else is like, oh, no, my summer regret. And you got none of it. Nope. Like, nope. My summer regret is it lasted too long. <laughs> Fuck this. And everyone went on vacation. <laughs> and everybody but me went on a big yeah. vacation. Yeah. To a we beach I didn't want to go to. We're planning a vacation. So we'll, we're going to... Then it's like, look at us. Ooh, <laughs> we're not going to any beaches. I think it'd be a mistake if you did. Yeah. Sounds like, a, doesn't, doesn't sound like, I, based on the uh, opinions we've heard from Bill about other outdoorsy things, I can't believe he's like, damn, I want to go hang out in the sand. That's what, <laughs> I, that's my dream. I can't believe that's what's up. Yeah. That all makes sense. Well, uh, Alyssa, you've been a fantastic guest. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I love this. Best wishes in the intervening days.